Hey, it's Pat. I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. In case you're not familiar with me, I've been helping people retire for over 20 years now, author of the book Save Your Retirement, and host of the Save Your Retirement radio show. Our goal with this show is to provide you with valuable and timely information to help you plan your retirement, or if you're already retired, help you make the most of it. Ultimately, we want to help you use your money to accomplish your goals and dreams and to help you avoid any stress and fear with your finances and instead replace those with confidence and peace of mind. If you enjoy the show, make sure to subscribe so you won't miss future episodes. Also, if you'd like to give us a great rating, it would mean so much to us and it helps get the word out so we can share this valuable information with others. Thank you so much. And now here's this week's episode. This radio show is a paid placement. Social Security Trust Fund could be depleted in less than 15 years. But is it all doom and gloom? Well, Pat Struby will help us put that into perspective here on the show today. Plus, if you are taking withdrawals from your retirement accounts, you might need to dodge the tax torpedo that could be headed your way. We have a lot to cover here today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. And Pat, that tax torpedo that sounds like one of the villains that you should have put in your book. <laughs> it's probably better than the tax one I included. You're right. But um, yeah, it's way too late to go back and start all I over know. now, for sure. No, I know. I know. But anyway, we've got a lot to get to here today. Uh, Pat, I want to start with Social Security because we're reading all sorts of projections here. Analysts say the trust fund for Social Security will be depleted by 2033. That is one year earlier than what they were saying before COVID. So thanks to the pandemic, which we say all the time, thanks to the pandemic, (laughs) it's one year closer now. Clearly, there's been an impact on the solvency there of the trust fund, Pat. But it wasn't as deep as a lot of people thought it was going to be. So it could have been worse. (laughs) Definitely, yeah. And, you know, the important thing to remember about this is my feeling is always to have one foot on either side, you know, looking at the pros and the cons. And I have always for a long time been very concerned about Social Security just because – it's a pyramid scheme. I mean, you know, it's people paying in and then hoping that there's enough left by the time it's their turn, (laughs) which, you know, when it started was fine because it started with a retirement age of 65 and the average person wasn't living to 65. And of course, the math just doesn't, you know, work anymore. So on the one hand, I'm always concerned about it. On the other hand, this is very much one of those, you know, media scare tactics. It makes it sound like Social Security itself would be depleted, but that's not the case. What it means is that it'd be depending on current tax receipts, which are projected to cover about 78% of the benefits. Uh, So it's far from being bankrupt. It's definitely not 100%. So that's something that we need to be aware of and be concerned about. But at least it's not as bad as the headlines make it sound. Right. And and just important that we understand the difference between some of those terms, you know, depletion, insolvency, bankruptcy. We might use them all interchangeably, but it's important to know that they're different. Now, we also know that there could be some reforms, or and certainly some reforms need to happen if we're worried about the trust fund running out at some point. What is your take on possible reforms to that program down the road? Yeah, this is the kind of thing that gets me fired up, Jen, because Uh-oh. as as well, you, you've known me for a long time. Obviously, I'm a planner. That's what I do. Yeah. You can ask my wife. I plan things, and I'm sure it drives her crazy. But, you know, we all know that people are living longer and that the baby boom generation is an enormous generation. So we all knew that the math was going to be a problem. And we've known this. In fact, Alan Greenspan led a charge in the early 1980s to try and resolve this, and it's still not fixed. So you have this, we're stuck between a rock and a hard place. We know because of the math, it's a problem. But the reality is politicians don't care about something that's going to happen in 2033. You know, what do they care about? They care about getting reelected. And so no one is ever fixing this problem. And of course, the long we wait, the harder it's going to be. So I very much think there will absolutely have to be reforms for Social Security. I think there are obvious things, like we are living so much longer now, so full retirement age is going to have to increase. You know, those types of things would have to be changed. Of course, that wouldn't happen to someone that's about to retire, right? They have to make decisions on, you know, is that someone who's 20 years from retirement or 30 years, or where do you start those kinds of changes? I do think one of the things that we're watching very closely is sneaky ways to reduce those benefits. So because if the politician can find a way to get more tax revenue or solve the problem without technically cutting benefits – they're going to look a lot better, right? So examples to that would be uh, in the past, they've reduced the inflation factor for Social Security. So 
no one is saying they're cutting benefits, but it costs less for the government to pay it out. That's one. Another example is there's a limit on how much of your Social Security benefits can be taxable income to you. So those rules can be changed. And that's an example of one that we think is very much going to be in the cards at some point in the future. If taxes are increasing on your Social Security, technically they didn't cut your benefits, but in reality, they cut what you get, right? Right. So those are the types of things that we're watching out for and we want to help our clients navigate and, and prepare for. What about folks who are already on Social Security? I know every year they make some adjustments based on cost of living, that type of thing. What's the outlook on changes for next year for people who are already receiving those benefits? Yeah, Jen, you know, those people that have been on Social Security for a while, and when I made the comment about inflation adjustments, they might have laughed out loud because they've been, <laughs> they been in, in recent years, they've been so small. So that's the one thing, you know, we've had some kind of crazy inflation and, you know, costs of so many things are changing and increasing these days. So uh, thankfully, we do expect a very sizable cost of living adjustment on Social Security next year. Uh, right now, it's uh, the estimates vary wildly, uh, but I would say anywhere from 3 to 6%. That's going to be announced uh, here coming up real soon. Um, the other thing we would always comment on, especially if you're watching uh, the nickels and dimes on a monthly basis, is make sure to be watching what happens with Medicare premiums. Um, that's one of those subjects that during you know most of my 24 years of working as a financial planner, there really wasn't a lot of news with Medicare premiums. But once Obamacare got kind of tied into Medicare premiums, those can change dramatically depending on the year and depending on your taxable income. So that's something that we would definitely recommend people be aware of. And you know, one of the things, Jim, we always look at is we're focused drilling down really on Social Security right now. Social Security is just one piece of most people's retirement income. And what we always want to make sure of is, do you have a plan for your retirement income, whether you're retired now or planning to retire? What part of your income is Social Security going to make up? Do you have plans for how to keep your taxes on your Social Security benefits as low as possible? All of these things kind of fit together, and we want to make sure that you're ready. So do you have a retirement income plan? Would you like an analysis of your current retirement income? If those types of things would be of interest to you, call us right now at 803-9-RETIRE. That is part of our retirement review that we offer at absolutely no cost and no obligation. Once again, to get started, call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and I'm Jen Rizak alongside. Now, Pat, as we talk a little bit about Social Security, of course, there's all sorts of different options there. Delaying taking those benefits is a common strategy for a lot of people. But if you are thinking about doing that, and we're talking about delaying until they max out at age 70, you need to know what potentially happens when you start taking your benefits. It is what some analysts call the tax torpedo. <laughs> we need to watch out for this. Yeah, and this is one of those things, Jen, that is this, – this is where I just have to admit it. You know, we are such planning geeks at our yes. office. I mean, we love this stuff so much. But when you think about – if you're just scraping by and you're just working to live off of Social Security and retirement, then, of course, what we want you to do is delay that as long as you possibly can. If you can work until 70, you probably want to try and build up those benefits so that gives you as much of a comfortable baseline income for the rest of your life. But if you are accumulating and have various sources of income for retirement, like Social Security, maybe you have a pension, uh, maybe you have a 401k or an IRA or you know a brokerage account, all these different things that a lot of people have and they're trying to figure out how do I drive income out of that, it's interesting how they all fit together. And there are ways to do that that are very tax efficient, and there are ways that can really sink you. So the example we would use here is what if you delay your Social Security until 70, because, of course, that's what everyone tells you to do, right? right? right. And then uh, soon after that, you have required distributions out of your 401ks and your IRAs. And what may end up happening is you may be sitting pretty for your first few years of retirement and paying little to no income taxes and thinking, wow, this is great. I got it made. And then all of a sudden, the Social Security starts becoming taxed. And then the, you have these required distributions coming out of your retirement accounts being taxed. And now all of a sudden, it's throwing you in a much higher tax bracket. And of course, this is a different subject altogether. But with our government debt right now, what if those tax brackets are increasing? Mm -hmm. Now we've got a you know an even worse tax torpedo. So this could be a really, really messy 
environment we think, Jen, and, and it's a perfect opportunity for planning because what if we can help you coordinate all of those benefits and help you take those benefits out? What if just by planning you can take money out of your IRA and 401k at a 12% bracket instead of 22 or 24%? I mean, that's a massive difference of tax savings for most people. So those are the types of things that we get excited about working on with our clients. Right. And when it comes to Social Security, you have to think about not only the tax implications that you were talking about, but just making sure that the income is there and you are getting the most out of that. Uh, you look at, Pat, the number of people who are taking Social Security at the right time, it's not very many. As a matter of fact, it's only about 4% because 96% of Americans are taking Social Security at the wrong time. So that means most of us, and most of us are <laughs> losing out on tens of thousands of dollars over a lifetime by not taking those benefits at the optimal time. Yeah, Jen, it really is incredible that they say the average household could be missing out on an average of $111,000 in unclaimed Social Security benefits because they're not taking their benefits at the right time. Unfortunately, not many financial advisors are willing to talk about this or even trained on this. Mm -hmm. To me, $100,000 is a significant amount of money, and I wouldn't want to accidentally miss out on a benefit like that. There are a lot of variables you need to consider before you start taking Social Security. So today we're offering a free Social Security analysis, which is designed to help you sort through all the different options for how to claim your benefits, learn about the potential impact your decisions can have on your taxes, Medicare, spousal benefits, and more, and pinpoint the precise time for you to start taking your Social Security to make sure you aren't missing out on tens of thousands of dollars of benefits. The Social Security Administration cannot help you with this. They give you the facts about Social Security, but they cannot teach you how to make the most out of your benefits. That's why our Social Security analysis can do that for you when you call 803-9-RETIRE right now. Social Security is one of the most important financial decisions you'll ever make. If you've saved at least $250,000 and have not started taking your benefits yet, call us now to get your free Social Security analysis at 803-9-RETIRE. Once again, that's 803-9-RETIRE. You heard that right. It could be tens of thousands of dollars in lifetime income that you're missing out on, or you could be living your best case scenario. It's just a matter of claiming your Social Security at the right time. So call to get that free analysis at 803-9-RETIRE. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We'll be back. Hi, it's Glenn Beck, and you and I are probably different, right? I mean, if you listen to my show, I'm pretty sure we share some of the same values, but at the end of the day, we're all unique. Does your financial advisor know that? Do you have a customized retirement plan built with your hopes and your dreams in mind, or is it just a cookie cutter, you know, one right off the shelf? Pat Struby and his team at Preservation Specialist have been designing personalized retirement plans for more than 20 years, and they want to do the same for you. Pat is local, independent. He's an Advisor whose sole focus is helping you achieve your retirement dreams. Call Pat Struby and his team at Preservation Specialists. Start creating a retirement plan made just for you. Call 803-9-RETIRE. That's 803-9-RETIRE. You want the insert your name here plan or the one that's built around your unique wants and needs. Easy choice. Call 803-9-RETIRE. From Office Insurance Services, Glenbeck has been remunerated and is not a client. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Capital Inc. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. You can schedule a free 15-minute phone consultation with the team at Preservation Specialists right now. Call 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Jen Rizak here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. He is the author of the book, The Retirement Secret, and Save Your Retirement, both of those books. And he is here as we talk a little bit about the different stages of your financial life. And we're actually going to go back, Pat, beyond just preparing for retirement. I mean, think about how nice it would be if you knew then some of the things you know now when you think about when you were mm. younger. You know, I, I saw this post on LinkedIn that went, I don't know, does it go viral on LinkedIn? I don't know if that's <laughs> right. But it got a lot of responses from people sharing words of wisdom they wish they would have known back at age 20. Somebody actually posed that question on LinkedIn and got a ton of responses about it. So I have to ask you, Pat, 
what advice would you give your 20-year-old self? Especially to think about your kids being around that age. Yes. Well, Jen, so I didn't tell you this ahead of time, but I'm kind of lucky here because I'll take you back a second. So someone gave me this idea for this list of questions, just kind of interesting conversational questions. Uh And to pick one anytime Janelle and I are going out for a date night. And so what I do is I text her one that morning and then we talk about it on the date, which is pretty cool. And some of them are fun and some of them are more serious. So this is actually the question that I had on our last date night. But the trick was you could only answer in three words or less. Oh, pretty tough, right? Oh, really tough. So my answer was, I'm going very deep here, but my answer was just trust God. And my reason for that is one is, you know, of course, in belief, you know, understanding that God has good plans for us. And, but the other one is just, yeah, I think when we're younger, you just stress about little stuff and you don't all of us look back and think, why was I so worried about that? You know what I mean? And I tend to have that more, you know, I probably was a little more, you know, thinking of college years and things like that. I was more worried about got to get the A on the midterm and all those Mm -hmm. kinds of things. And if I, you know, some of that served me well, of course, but if I would have just relaxed a little bit and just trusted that's my advice. So I don't know if you have anything you want to follow that up with. Well, and I I think, gosh, thinking back as someone who was 20 years old when I got married, I'm thinking your advice here for your date night idea and just how to have something like that, that conversation to keep going. I think that's great advice for all it's the pretty cool, isn't young yeah. people who maybe aren't there yet relationship-wise. But that's some pretty good advice, too, just what you guys are living there with that. But Yeah, when I think about advice for my 20-year-old self, it would just be slow down. Just slow Mm -hmm. down, you know? You don't need to be this worried about the next thing because, you know, you're worried about finishing school and then buying a house and and having a this and having a that, and it's just slow down. It'll come when it comes, you know? That's really what I think. Here's the other thing, shifting to the kind of financial side here, which is also important. Back when you were 20, whether you knew it or not, you were laying the groundwork toward your financial success later in life. And, you know, we talk a lot on this show about the stages of retirement, but financial planners say there are five financial stages of life. And so we're going to shift a little bit younger than what we normally would (laughs) on the show. But, you know, Pat, your clients probably have kids or grandkids in this stage, and maybe they're asking questions about, you know, how they can help the next generation find that solid financial footing. Yes, absolutely. And that's exactly right, Jen. It's, um, you know, people that are well into retirement, sometimes it's their grandkids, you know, coming out of high school or college and getting their first jobs. But a lot of our clients, you know, as they're approaching retirement, you know, may have kids in that same age or, you know, in high school. And so they're kind of thinking about these things. And, you know, there are tried and true things that we want to be thinking about when you are starting on your own, essentially. And simple ideas like living within your means, you do want to establish a good credit history. One of the great pieces of advice I was given when I was very young is that there's two types of people in the world, people that pay interest and people that earn interest. Mm. And that's oversimplified, but it makes the point of, you know, if you have all your credit cards maxed out, you're probably not going to, you're not putting yourself in a position to accumulate wealth, you know, a nest egg and things like that. And then the other thing, of course, we would always talk about is just start thinking about what do you actually want to accomplish that applies to your finances, Mm -hmm. you know, because it doesn't matter how disciplined you are, if you're not actually thinking about what your goals are, then there's no way to work towards them. So I think those types of things is where we would start. Yeah, I think those are really great points. And, you know, after, you know, maybe you're in your early 20s and you're just starting out in your career, you're making some of those initial decisions, then you get into the family and career building years. And I have to say, this might be an exciting time because maybe you're starting to earn a little bit more. But if you're building your family as well... You are spending a lot of money. Let's talk about the big financial steps that are happening at this point in your financial life. Yeah, so this is where, um, you know, for a lot of people, it's like kind of like just getting your financial footing, getting started. And then maybe you're getting married, maybe you're having kids. Of course, that's not for everyone, but but for so many people. And that's where you are becoming, you know, your life gets so much more complicated. And, you know, we we made a little hit list here. These are things where you're like thinking about, do you want to help pay for college? Do you have all the types of insurance you need? You know, if something happens to you, you probably need some kind of life insurance to make sure your family's protected, health insurance, disability 
liability insurance? Um, do you have a will, just a basic will set up? Do you have anything designed for retirement? And this is where we kind of joke about this is where your financial junk drawer starts to occur, mm-hmm. right, Jen? Because yep. we meet people that are, you know, retired or about to retire, and they may have done a lot of great things, but there's no cohesive plan to put those things together. And so that what happens is, of course, when are you most busy? You know, maybe, you know, I've, my girls right now are five and six. It feels pretty busy, you know? Yeah. You've got, you're, you're accumulating all these things. How do you get those all organized? Uh, there's so many steps to that. And that's one of the reasons we encourage you. If you're not sure if you really even have a financial plan or if you know you don't have one, we always encourage you to give us a call at 803-9-RETIRE. We call our process a five-step retirement review. There's no cost and no obligation. And that's what it's designed to do, give you a chance to talk to a planner and see where you're at right now and see if you're on your way to accomplishing the goals that you hope you can accomplish. All you have to do to get started is call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is with Preservation Specialists. I am Jen Rizak alongside. Now, Pat, just candidly talking here about these first couple stages of life where you're starting out, you're trying to build your savings, establish that good credit history, avoid debt, make those decisions about saving for the future. Do you work with anybody at all in those first two stages of their financial life? Well, what's awesome about talking about this now, Jen, is for the longest time, you know, early in my career, I'd have clients say, please, please help my kids. And we'd try to do that. But you can't be an expert at everything. And you mm-hmm. can't also, you can't be focused on being a retirement expert and then shift gears and then talk to someone about paying down their debt and things sure. like that. So we kind of realized that was just a bad idea for the longest time. Well, we have now a team of four advisors. And uh, we actually have a program now that's designed for those that are not close to retirement. And that's exciting. Uh, because we have an advisor that loves that and yeah. that's that's passionate about it. So that is something that we have rolled out recently and, well, I guess a while back and more recent, I guess, in my 24 years. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> and it's been exciting to see because it's really one of those things that we know so many of our clients. The number one thing someone says after their first meeting with us, Jen, is, man, I wish I would have done this sooner because it just gives you that clarity of where you're at financially. And so if we can bring that to people earlier in their lives, we just think that's a good thing. Yeah. And it's just so important that we understand that there are different types of financial professionals who maybe do focus on different stages of life or just the financial things that are happening at different times. Talk a little bit about that, what we might be looking for at different stages of life and how do we find the right help at those different points. Yes, I would urge you, if you are thinking about financial advice of any kind, uh, whether it's you know calling an 800 number or talking to a human being that's here locally, first and foremost, just think about what it is that you actually want, and then be completely comfortable asking questions of anyone you're talking to. And the reason I say that is our industry is terrible at giving you clear explanations of what somebody does. There's so many made up terms, financial planner, financial advisor, financial consultant, investment advisor, investment consultant, all these things. And you hear those words and you may think you know what it means, but it may have nothing to do with what that person does. And so it is really, really important to find someone that fits your stage of life. If you are 35 and you're trying to figure all this out, you need someone who knows how to do that and does it every day. If you are, you know, within say five years of retirement, you know, that's what I've been doing for the last couple of decades. That's what most of the advisors on our team love doing. And so those are different things. And so it's just really, really important to find a match there and find someone that is really good at what you're looking for. And it's just, you know, it's like having a doctor, you know, you don't go to a podiatrist when you need brain surgery. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with podiatrists, you know, right. <laughs> they, we, we need them if we have a problem with our feet. And so it's exactly the same in finance. It's just harder because the names and the terminology are different. And so that's where we really, really want you to be comfortable just asking those questions. And anyone that's a professional is not going to be offended by you asking someone what their area of expertise is. Um, so if you are interested in talking to someone right now, uh, someone that, that has those types of skills that may be able to help you put a plan, look at your plan, and, and see if you're on the path, call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. We offer that type of review with one of our advisors at absolutely no cost and no obligation. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE. There are five stages of your financial life. Three of them happen before your retirement years, and those pre-retirement years, those are where the most critical financial decisions are happening. We want to tackle some of those decisions, some of those choices you're facing, coming up next.
Are you approaching retirement or perhaps just retired? Pat Struby and his team at Preservation Specialists can help make the transition easier with the five-step retirement review. This plan takes into consideration factors that can drain away your savings, such as inflation, healthcare costs, taxes, and much more. To get started on your five-step retirement review, call right now, 803-9-RETIRE, or check them out online at retirewithpat.com. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Capital, Inc. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Pat's new book, The Retirement Secret, is now available. It's a companion to his first book, Save Your Retirement. Order yours right now at Amazon.com. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak. Happy to be here with Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. And, you know, as we're talking today about the different stages of your financial life, it's probably no surprise that what's right for your money now probably won't be the case in 10 or 20 years. Think about where you were 10 or 20 years ago, what you were doing financially and where you are now. Well, that's going to happen again. And that's why we say there are these stages to your financial life. There are five of them. We're getting ready to talk about the third one. And this is an important one, Pat, your pre-retirement years. And I have to say not only important, Pat, this is an exciting time because by the time you're at pre-retirement, your house is probably paid off. The kids are finally off of your payroll. They are <laughs> doing their own thing. You're in your peak earning years. I mean, I think about that, Pat. I think it probably feels like winning the lottery to be making more money and not dealing with the kids at home. But this is also the time when you cannot afford to screw it up with the wrong financial moves. That's absolutely right, Jen. And by the way, I will say, if you don't have your house paid off and you're at that point, or if the kids aren't off your payroll, you're not alone. <laughs> okay, right. We see That's those things all yeah. the time. But yeah, I mean, things you want to be thinking about at this point is, if you have debts left, what is the strategy? Does it, does it make sense to try and pay the house off before you retire? Uh, that is a plan that a lot of our clients that hire us before retirement, that is a plan that they're working on. For some people, that doesn't. it's not even that, that big of a deal or important to do that. So it depends on your personal situation. Tied to that is, you know, it's a great time to be really maximizing how much you're plowing into your nest egg, 401k and IRA, Roth IRA and things like that. Um, be thinking about healthcare and retirement, taxes and retirement. And Jen, one thing that I would point out here, uh, one of my favorite investing authors is a man named William Bernstein. And what he talks about is, you know, the kind of the stages of investing throughout your life, which matches these stages we're talking about right now. He actually argues this is by far and away the most difficult time in your life investing wise, because if you are in your 20s and 30s, the job is pretty simple. Um, just try to start, <laughs> you know, right. sign up for the company 401k, get the match, and now you're doing what you're supposed to do. In retirement, it can be complicated, but the goals are really quite simple. You want to generate as much income as you can to enjoy retirement, and you want to preserve your money for as long as possible. But what's happening here in the 5, 10, 15 years before retirement is you are making a transition from growing and accumulating your money into getting prepared to generate income and preserve it. And it's a really, really interesting thing to think about that. But he actually argues it's one of the most difficult things to do when handling your finances. So this is a time uh, when a lot of people hire us, Jen, because they're starting to look at, well, the stock market's up pretty high. Uh, oh, boy, retirement's coming. And maybe the way I was investing for my 20s and 30s and into my 40s, maybe it made sense then. Maybe it's not exactly the way it should be right now. And so that's one of those times where it's very complicated. And it might be very wise to have someone helping you take a look at it. Speaking of taking a look at it, is this a good time or, Pat, when is a good time to get that kind of financial checkup to make sure we're on the right track and, and we're on track to retire when we want? Yeah. You know, one thing I would always say is you don't have to worry about talking to someone too early. You know, I mean, the worst case, you know, for someone like us, we offer uh, time with one of our advisors at no cost or, and no obligation. So if there's a discussion, you look at things and say, okay, you're on track for now. You probably don't need to hire anybody. Well, there's no harm done. You know, you've built right. a relationship. Maybe you come back years down the road, you know, um, and it's the success of your retirement you're talking about. If that's not worth a half hour or an hour, you know, that seems kind of silly. Right. But I would say, what I would argue is this is one of the most important and valuable and vital times to consider getting a financial checkup because 
we all know we want to retire, but do you know how you're going to retire? And Jen, I would say the vast majority of people that, that schedule a meeting for us when they're in their 50s or early 60s is because that's kind of on their mind. They're thinking about retirement. They're putting money away into retirement accounts, but they're not really sure how that actually turns into retirement, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And it's a really, really good time to sit down and talk to somebody because even if you don't need to hire them at that time, it's a very opportune time for one of our advisors to sit down and help you flesh out what your goals actually are and then actually kind of help you see if you're on track for those. And uh, we just get so much positive feedback from that process, Jen, uh, that people just feel like there's a lot of value there. Once again, whether they end up feeling that they need to hire someone at that moment or not. And, And so that's that time in your life when it can be really valuable to kind of take a reset and see where you're at and see if you're on track. Pat, talk a little bit about the transition that happens when we go from saving for retirement, accumulating, building up our savings while we're working, to then trying to figure out how to generate income from that savings. Yeah, so the and this is what William Bernstein was talking about, and to dig into yes. that deeper, uh, what, what he's really saying is, you know, if you can invest reasonably aggressively for growth when you're far from retirement, if it's money that's designed for retirement, of course, let's say your 401k. So however much you can stomach, uh, you can take that risk. And the reason is because when you're 30 and you have money in your 401k, if the market crashes, you literally have at least three decades before you can tap into that money anyway. So it's got plenty of time to come back. That's very different, obviously, on the day you retire, right? So what happens is what you really want to do is you want to see how much risk you can stomach when you're young and then just get money going and automatically, you know, something like a 401k contribution is really the best thing that you can do. When you are in retirement, your goals are completely flipped in the opposite direction. And your first and foremost goal is generating as much income as absolutely possible off of that nest egg for most people, uh, because most people don't have enormous pensions and things like that anymore. And then what goes along with that side by side is how do you preserve the principle for as long as possible? And the reason for that is quite simple. My first villain in my first book, um, Save Your Retirement, was Lady Longevity, because we have a fixed amount of time that we have to cover in retirement. But the problem is none of us knows how long that is, you know, because we don't know how long we're going to be here. So we have to be able to generate income and preserve principle as much as possible. And of course, back in the 80s or 90s, if CDs or bonds were paying 7 or 8 or 9%, then they would actually be kind of simple. But guess what, folks? That's not the case right now. You know, as we're talking, you know, if you can get a CD at 1%, you're usually excited and jumping. So that's not going to fund a retirement unless you've got, you know, tens of millions of dollars, right. you know, sitting in CDs. So this is really kind of the starting point of figuring out, okay, when do I want to start making that transition? And that's different for everybody. But for most people, it's anywhere from a year or two before retirement to as much as 10 or 15 years, depending on so many different variables that affect you. And what I would say is if you're thinking about retirement, but you're not sure how you're going to retire or if you are set up properly for your time of life, that's a perfect opportunity to call us right now at 803-9-RETIRE. What happens is the first step with us is a five-step retirement review. Um, at no cost and no obligation to sit down with one of our advisors and review where you're at. And and that is the first step towards building a custom-built retirement plan, which helps you determine exactly how to live the retirement of your dreams. Once again, if you don't have a plan put together now, call us at 803-9-RETIRE to get started. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is with Preservation Specialists. I'm Jen Rizak alongside. Talking about these different stages of your financial life. The last two happen during your retirement. So we just talked about those pre-retirement years. In your early retirement years, this is the fourth stage. This is an exciting time, too. You're probably wanting to do all those big bucket list items and, and really enjoy that time. How do you create a spending plan, though, Pat, so you can enjoy those early years without worrying that you're going to be just blowing through your savings too quickly? Yeah, this is one of those things, Jen, that that just completely floors me when I think about um, how blessed I was to come into retirement planning when I did. It's been 24 years now. And literally 24 years ago, there was almost no thought or analysis given to this. Mm -hmm. You know, there was no one was really thinking about it. Because, you know, if you think back, you know, a generation or two ago, most people were retiring on pensions and Social Security. And suddenly we look back now, and all of a sudden, we all have to create our own pension, right? We we have this pile of money, and we got to figure out what to do with it. So what happened a couple of decades ago is a lot of people would retire, and they didn't really think about longevity or inflation, because they figured, well, I've got, you know, income, it'll probably 
probably work out okay. And then what happened was we started realizing, no, we need to plan for inflation. And then everything was being projected out into the future. What we're finding now is it is so important. That's why we believe so strongly in a custom-built plan, Jen, because everyone is different. And some people, like you said, have those big bucket list items. Well, we don't want you to skip out on your bucket list just to make sure that you've got extra spending money when you're in your mid-80s or mid-90s. That doesn't make any sense, right? right. So we want to dictate, we want to create a plan that works for you and all of your goals. And that may mean having a little, you know, maybe a travel budget early in your retirement. Or maybe someone else is more, they have a lot of longevity and health costs in their family. Maybe they do want to have more of kind of that reserve bucket for down the road. That's okay. Uh, it's all about figuring out what are the things that are important to you and building the plan. And that's why we love having it created for each of our clients completely individually and trying to help them fit for the lifestyle and the things that they've always wanted to do in retirement. And then, Pat, the final phase of your retirement would be kind of those final years when do we need to start planning for this and thinking about things like the estate plan and our legacy goals? Yeah, so this is, it, it depends on how big of a priority it is for you, right, Jen? I, I would say that a, a very common time someone might come in to see us is, you know, between one and five years before retirement. And, you know, we're asking them about, you know, what they're trying to accomplish and we're asking them kind of where they're at right now. One of the things we'll ask is, do you have any legal documents like a will? And if it's a married couple, they often look at each other and kind of chuckle and say, yeah, we had one drawn up when our first child was born. Mm-hmm. And that's a very, very common answer. And <laughs> you we know, didn't the, put and... the other kids in it because we never got <laughs> around right. to it. Well, hopefully the lawyer says, and whatever other kids. <laughs> or whatever, right. you know what I mean? So, right. uh, but yeah, so it's one of those things where for most people that it's, it, to your point, this is kind of that last stage and okay, let's get our affairs in order. And so that means, you know, having the proper legal documents and then where your financial planner comes in is tying those in with the rest of your plan. Are all the beneficiaries named properly? Um, do we have things named properly so that you pay as little taxes as possible, but also your heirs pay as little taxes as possible? So there's a number of things that can be done to bring all of those things in together. And once Again, that's why we talk about it being a cohesive, comprehensive plan, because we want all those areas working together. Pat, how do we get started on a plan to make sure that savings will last all the way through until the end of our retirement and that if we've got legacy goals, that those are taken care of as well? Yeah, I mean, I love this idea of the five stages, you know, as we're kind of looking at our financial lives, Jen, and in each stage, we have uh, unique uh, things that are working for us, things that are challenging. And I've been so fortunate to have been a financial planner for 24 years right out of college. And this is what we love to do. And the reason we love to do it is we see how it brings so much value to people into their lives. So if you are worried about your financial plan, if you've never had a financial plan, if you've got a financial junk drawer full of policies and retirement accounts, and you're not sure how any of that works together, those are all tremendous opportunities to call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. What we do is we start you on a five-step retirement review at absolutely no cost and no obligation, which is an opportunity to look at those areas with one of our advisors. Once again, to get started, all you have to do is call now at 803-9-RETIRE. We have more coming up on Save Your Retirement, but now it's time for today's Medicare Minute with author and Medicare expert, Tim Hanbury. Most people don't realize there are two enrollment periods for Medicare Advantage plans. The first is called the Annual Enrollment Period, which is from October 15th to December 7th. During this time, you can change to any other Medicare Advantage plan available in the county you live. And this is when you see all the ads on TV. The second enrollment period is called a Medicare Advantage Open Enrollment Period and this runs between January 1st and March 31st. The main reason for the additional enrollment period is to help people who need to change the Advantage plan they're in. Advantage plans use networks of participating providers and will typically include prescription coverage. Sometimes, after the annual enrollment period, people find the providers they thought participated with the plan are not participating or a prescription medication that they take is not covered under the plan. This happens often enough that Medicare reinstated the open enrollment period in 2019 so that people can make a one-time change to a plan which better covers their needs. With Advantage plans, you need to be an active consumer to make sure the plan you choose is right for you. Visit Tim's website, MedicareBlueprint.com, to download a free copy of his book. Or if you would like to talk with Tim, call 803-9-RETIRE to schedule a consultation. You can schedule a free 15-minute phone consultation with the team at Preservation Specialists right now. 
call 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak, happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, author of the books, Save Your Retirement and his newest book, The Retirement Secret. And we talk a lot about all the risks to your money in retirement. As a matter of fact, Pat, your first book, Save Your Retirement, was all about those risks, those villains in retirement. But we're going to talk about something a little bit different here because the Wall Street Journal says baby boomers' biggest financial risk is cognitive decline. Um, this is scary. This actually scares me. This is one of those things that keeps me up at night. It can rob you of your best judgment. It can go unnoticed for a long time. And it's something that we really need to be aware of. So with that thought in mind, we're going to go into our top five list for this week. It's the top five scams that you should be aware of. So kind of an interesting one. I think so. I'm glad we're doing this topic. And it is one of those things, Jen, that it's incredible. I always say, if you could bottle the amount of effort that the quote-unquote bad guys put into scamming Mm. us, if you could bottle that for good, it would change the world. But unfortunately, it doesn't seem to be moving in a better direction. It just seems like they're working harder and harder and and more and more. So we just have to be more and more ready for it. And One of the reasons I think it's hard to talk about is no one likes to feel foolish or naive, but the reality is it affects all of us. They say that with emails, they call them phishing emails where they have bad links. It's actually millennials and Gen Z who tend to get tricked the most. Um, So it's not actually just something where you have to feel like it only happens to retirees. Um, By the way, Jen, I have to tell you that obviously we work with a lot of retirees or people close to retirement. And yet I remember I was at a training about watching out for these types of emails. And the first person I talked to uh, after that, uh, where I found out there was a problem was uh, my beautiful wife, Janelle, who is younger than I am. Uh And I, I always assume more savvy. And she had an email and she said, boy, Apple sent me this email. And I don't understand why I owed them something. And I was I said, no, 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 oh, cancel no. everything. But yeah, so even uh, even when she was certainly yeah. not el- elder New York or cognitive d- decline, but they're just so good at it, you know? Yeah. And, they're, and they're getting better. They're getting more yeah. sophisticated. And you're right. It is very easy to click on that link or accidentally go to a site where something yeah. scammy is going on. So, and, and I'm going to use that word scammy. I, I, don't I like know that if that's a real technical word, term. Yeah, but I'm going to use it. Um, so, so this does come up. Now, you just shared. You know, even even your wife has fallen victim to this. I have to. My my daughter has uh, accident. She she got scammed. She she tried to order something online and and it wasn't real and it, it was a whole deal. Mm. Um, when it comes to things like scams or even elder abuse. I mean, you've been doing this for more than two decades now. Has, has this come up very much? Have you seen much of this? I'm thankful to say that we haven't seen a lot of it with our clients, Jen. Uh, we, we have had identity theft issues, uh, certainly. I don't know how many of those times that's really been the quote-unquote fault of our client or if it was just sometimes it just happens. But we've had people where, you know, let's say we are generating their retirement income from their portfolio and they have to change bank accounts because, you know, they got hacked in their bank account and things like that. So those are scary things, certainly. Um, I know I have a good friend uh, who's an advisor and he told me a story of a client asking to cash out literally $100,000 out of an account. And they did some digging and asked some questions, and they found out that she was being scammed, and they were able to, to catch it in time. So wow. these types of things happen, of course, to everyone, uh, everywhere. And so we all just have to be prepared. Yeah, absolutely. So so I want to get into this real quickly, our top five list. And it, I went straight to the top. It comes all the way from the top from the FBI. So mm. <laughs> they say in 2020 their Internet Crime Complaint Center – received almost 800,000 complaints, reported Mm. losses exceeding $4 billion, about 28% of that, about $1 billion, those were from victims over the age of 60. So Mm. this is happening. They're tracking these things. And there are a couple of common scams that show up time and time again. So I'll, I'll go through these. Uh, real quickly here. First is the romance scam. You've got these scammers posing as a, a romantic partner through dating websites. They capitalize 
on you know loneliness and and they find mm-hmm. a way to get close to you that way. So um, I, I don't know if that's something that you've seen, but that's one. Tech support scam. This sounds like something that that you said uh, Janelle had. They're posing as mm-hmm. these tech support reps. They offer to fix an issue that's actually non-existent. Um, and then they gain access to your device and your sensitive information. And I think this is an area where we can be vulnerable, Pat, because I'm one of those people who I don't really care to know a whole lot about the tech stuff. So it's like, <laughs> fine, whatever. Just just tell me how to fix it. And if we have that attitude, I think that's how we can fall victim to something like I, that. I totally agree. I, I, I consider myself reasonably tech savvy, but there's things I'm not going to dare try and right. do my own which leaves you exposed for sure right exactly uh the grandparent scam is another one a scammer poses as a relative child or grandchild claiming to be an immediate financial need this happened to my grandma a few years ago she got a call from somebody crying and said grandma and so she said now she's the only one who was allowed to call me this but she said jenny is that you and of oh. course they pretended to be me Thankfully, she had the presence of mind to hang up and then call me directly and said, did you just call me? And I said, no, I I didn't. So, But that catches you in a moment of weakness, and and you got to be on your toes with something like that. Also, good to know about calling you Jenny, by the way, for future reference. Gosh darn it. See, (laughs) shouldn't have said that. Anyway, moving right along to the next one, government impersonation scam. They pose as a government employee. They make a threat of prosecution unless you provide funds or other payments. And and this has really uh, come to the forefront because of the pandemic, because there's all these stimulus checks that are out there. So Mm. then people can pose to be someone with the government saying, if you want your stimulus check, here's what you need to do. So that's just another one that we need to be watching out for. And then the last one, sweepstakes, charity, lottery scam. They claim to work for a legitimate charitable organization to get your trust, or they claim you've won a foreign lottery, and then you can collect it for a fee. So those are the scams that have have been identified here. What sticks out to you here, Pat, as far as the biggest indicator that whoever is on the other end of your phone call isn't legit? Well, before I answer that, Jen, I have to tell you that during my lifetime, I have won thousands of foreign lotteries. Um, I've, been noti- I've been notified thousands of times. Um, I, I haven't seen any of the proceeds yet. But uh, anyway, that, that one, I just I, I have to yeah. chuckle at how many, how many times I've seen that one. Um, yeah, the biggest indicator you might be dealing with a scammer, I think, you know, there's a few things that, that I would look for right off the bat. Certainly, if someone's being forceful, trying to get you to hand over money or important information about you, yes. and that it has to be urgent, clearly, that's important. Uh, and I would say it's interesting as you go through those scams because it is, unfortunately, it's brilliant on their part because they're hitting on each of our you know, human needs and emotions with those different scams. Uh, but if anything is of a financial nature, the thing that from a financial planning perspective, it's the same with investments. Anytime something sounds too good to be true, um, that's where your, your red flags have to go off. Um, you know, even Bernie Madoff, for example, uh, you know, people think he was promising people 50 or 100% returns. He was promising them 8% per year every single year, which doesn't even sound that great. But, mm-hmm. but he, was, he was able to scam yeah. people out of billions of dollars. So, so yeah, just, just be keeping in mind that common sense of, okay, are they being irrational in how, how much they're pushing me? And also, is it, does it sound too ridiculous or too good to be true. Right. You know, and and this is another one that from personal experience for people who have kids or grandkids in college, my daughter, her freshman year, she gets a job offer from some sort of executive person somewhere in the world who says they need an assistant. Here's how much we're going to pay you. We can be super flexible. It was just all the things that a college student would need, but you needed to answer right away. You have to be able to provide me with your social security number and all this documentation immediately. Otherwise, I'm going to give this job to somebody else. Mm. And so, again, it was one of those things where she and she she had started communicating with this person because she was excited that, oh, they found me in the student directory or whatever. And they picked me and we had to say, whoa. This sounds awfully awesome. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if it's awfully awesome or too good to be true, yeah. uh, take a, another second or two to think about it. And just, you know, do some research, 
think these things through and obviously don't give any information, uh, any of your personal identification information for any of these uh, to any of these folks unless you really know who you're working with. There's one more that I want to talk about, Pat, that I think probably applies more to you and what you do versus Mm. some of these online scams. And this one's really hard. The family or caregiver scam. When you see an instance where maybe a relative or an acquaintance is taking advantage of somebody vulnerable, this is a really hard one, but it does happen, unfortunately. Mm. How can working with someone like you, a financial professional, help provide some protection when you've got somebody else trying to jump in and make financial decisions for somebody? Yeah, you're right, Jen. And I think that working with any trusted financial partner or guide or professional or planner, uh, I think can provide protection among all of these scams. I know certainly there have been times when clients have forwarded me emails and said, hey, is this safe? Or And it could be you know a bad link or it could be a you know, investment proposition, you know, any of those things. So having someone to just bounce these things off of can be valuable. I also think you mentioned uh, earlier on kind of our cognitive decline. Mm -hmm. Any of us can be scammed. However, there are situations where, you know, when you're working with your financial planner, you build a hopefully a long-term relationship. We know our clients really, really well, and we can see if they're acting differently. Um, so that might be easier for us to see than even a family member. Um, so there are times where we can help spot things in that regard. And then, yeah, to, to address this specifically, if someone close to the person who's being scammed is the one scamming them, that's, of course, one of the most painful and difficult things to go through. But that is part of what we're here for. We're here to help guide and protect our clients. And it's one of the things we have to do is we have to ask them and talk with them early in the relationship. Hey, if we see something happening that doesn't seem right, who do you trust? Who can we talk with? And unfortunately, that happens in life sometimes. There's bad things that happen and you need someone helping protect you. And so it doesn't mean it's a perfect solution, but at least it can maybe bring other family members in to help review the situation and maybe stop you know, maybe stop the scam. There are different pieces to that, that just having another trusted person in your life can provide, first of all, peace of mind, but then also just another buffer and protection to you. And then hopefully uh, we look at it as, you know, our relationships aren't transactional. We're building long-term lasting relationships. And that helps us in that regard in being able to provide that protection. So if you've never worked with somebody or you don't feel like you have that type of relationship or connection with your financial professional, call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. That's the reason we offer our five-step retirement review at no cost and no obligation to our listeners. It's just a first step to get to know each other, to see if it makes sense to talk further, help you build out a plan. To get started again, that number is 803-9-RETIRE. You've been listening to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. That number again, 803-9-RETIRE. Be sure to tune in again next week for more insights from Pat. I'm Jen Rizak. Thanks for spending some time with us here today. We hope you have a great week, and we'll talk to you next time. Preservation Specialists is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of tools. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income are never referring to securities or investment products. Preservation Specialist is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. Preservation Specialist is not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Securities offered through Kalos Capital, Inc. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Management, Inc., both at 11525 Parkwood Circle, Alpharetta, Georgia, 30005. Preservation Specialist is not an affiliate or a subsidiary of Kalos Capital, Inc. or Kalos Management, Inc.